Okay, I don't know if I can do this podcast right now. This is a raw, raw recording. You're gonna hear a lot of background stuff. You're gonna hear my family in the background, but I did this on purpose because I think you need to know where I'm coming from. In recent developments, I find that a lot of things happening in the world right now is 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 taking a toll on people, including myself. Mm-mm. How do we get over, or what do you do to get over the the feeling of like dismay, feeling of just just plateauing in your life? How do you how do you overcome things like that? What do you do? What's effective in feeling better about yourself? I just noticed that like things that happen in the world um, can really alter the way you feel. Or it's, that's my dog. Um, alter the way that you feel or perceive the world. In my eyes right now, I feel a little bit, I feel, I feel kind of like hopeless. I wouldn't say hopeless, but I'm feeling a little bit stressed over what's going on in every situation. Yeah? I'm just recording. I can't pause it. Why? It's cold. I just told my work I slipped and I banged my head or some shit. <laughs> well, you better hope they don't get a hold of my podcast. You don't feel like going? Well, I almost slipped and it gave me an idea. It's up to you. Because it's not even my shift. Tell them that you can make it. So. So, as I was saying, we're just not always up to feeling hunky-dory about everything. And I guess what I'm talking about is called depression. Because I just don't feel good about this whole COVID thing and this, you know, work-related stress and family and... You know, expectations of some of my peers. I don't have much peers anymore because of the expectations. But there's a lot of pressure coming from all sides of of um, panels. I feel as though to be a human, you've got to be able to be human. I just want to know how people deal with you know multiple situations at once um i i am a mother of a huge family household okay and i tend to um ration out everyone's situation within just myself and figure out a way to fix it, implement 
what it can do, whether it be rough or, you know, or uh, civil, I, I still get involved with all of my family in this house. But I tend to forget about myself. Um, that is a big problem with, with people nowadays. And I know for a fact that I've been doing that and I'm starting to kind of burn out, um, which is not good because I have a job that I have to tend to and it's, it's really starting to burn. Um, this lockdown situation, this whole COVID situation just makes you think in so many different directions, but right now... I'm just thinking about the fact that we're here and I'm not ungrateful for life, okay? I'm very grateful for life and for my family and those involved, but to go through what you go through on a regular basis and still have no answers as to how it, things come to be and, and how to, you know, fix certain situations in life, it's just, it's really stressful, you know? Um, Making sure that everyone is on the same page is also uh, a big job. Um, making sure that people are listening, especially if you're looked upon as the leader, is a huge um, task. Or could go open the door for Oshan. Um, then they, the government throws in this whole thing with school that they want us to, like, I mean, do at-home learning online here's the thing I work online I do my doctor's appointments online. I do banking any payments anything like that I do it online and I'm having a hard time coming to terms with the fact that they want to add more to our table and this adds to the stress and no one's ever no one's ever asked how we feel about anything before it was presented to us no one's ever did like a survey on what we would do and that just leads me to believe that the government really doesn't care about people and the citizens um they just do what suits them economically or you know financially However, we lose out as a people because if we can't function and come in tune with ourselves emotionally, how are we supposed to perform and protect our family and maintain our family? It's crazy how they expect us to be, you know, these, these machines. We're not machines, we're human beings. And the fact that they have us here trying to maintain daily activities and add onto our activities, it just doesn't make sense to me. No one has consulted with the people. No one has rectified what we had to fix before the pandemic even happened. So how are they, how are we actually surviving this? And the real pandemic hasn't really begun. I mean, we have mental health issues. We have health issues. We have educational misplacement we have so much things that need to be dealt with 
and the government and those that run countries have not consulted with us. So tell me, how do you cope? How do you cope with these things? Uh, I I'm really interested in this because a lot of people have positive ways of dealing with their stress and there's also of course negative ways i can explain that i know several people that usually turn to a negative method i mean there's positive but a lot of us tend to gravitate towards ebony stop a lot of us tend to gravitate towards the negative aspect of things without explanation. And um, if I can get some feedback, I'd greatly appreciate it. It's interesting. Um, if I had the time, I'd love to sit down and just do some art. You know, sit down, read a book. Couldn't tell you when last I did that because everything's online, but I'd love to hold a book and read it. Or even go for an actual leisure walk with the children and just talk with them. That's That doesn't exist. So, other ways that, quick, quick ways of dealing with stress is working more for me. Or going to bed. Or going on my phone and looking at apps. Those are some of the quick ineffective ways of dealing with stress some people think and it'd be nice to differentiate and divide what we do on a regular basis and see what we can do you so this is why i left my phone on if you hear what's going on in my house this is on a regular basis oracle let go of <laughs> and if i keep you on my mic longer you'll You'll hear what happens in a household on a regular basis. I think everyone is going through this. And it's sad because the government does not care about the well-being and the mentality of the citizens today during this so-called pandemic. Peace and greetings to all of you. Um, I'll touch base with you all soon. Have a good day. Okay, here we go. So, we're going to talk about... Um, good evening, everyone. Uh, it's it's me, or Simplicity. Um, tonight, we just want to... I have my guest, Sean, from Down to Earth Podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> big, big things going on, okay? Russia attacks Ukraine. Uh, it's uh, February 24th, Thursday of 2022. Um... I just want to start off by saying I had a lot of uh, visions or dreams of Russia attacking us on ground, coming and attacking us, coming invading. Uh, I've had this dream for several years going since I was about, I don't know, 20 years old. Okay, I've been having this recurring dream of Russia attacking us, coming up to our doors telling us to surrender, holding us at gunpoint, and bringing us to our own, to these camps. Anyway, if that's of any relevance to the issue of this whole attack 
on Ukraine. I, I, I don't know. What do you think, Sean? What's your take well, on what's going I've on? I've been seeing this for us past a couple of years, maybe seven or more years. It's almost not a surprise to me because Russia, the reason they're reacting like this because America, about maybe seven years ago or something like that, they, they armed Ukraine with some weapons for defense. And what was those weapons uh, defense for? Against Russia. Because Russia was, I think they were going into Georgia at first. Mm. It was Georgia first, you know. People should remember Georgia. Georgia had gotten, a, yes, remember, they, there was a movie on that. Uh, but those guys that attacked Georgia, were they not uh, radicalists, Muslim radicalists? That's how they might put it. Okay, okay. But it's really still Russia. There is a movie. I do not remember the name of the movie, but it was it was really scary. And I remember going to school in Vaughn, yeah. and there was a girl that was from that country. Her name was Dali. She was from Georgia, and she was a tough motherfucker. Sorry, she was a tough girl. And she used to tell us about what was going on. She came here to Canada. So, I don't know. Uh, the whole invasion, that, that was, plan- a, it was, it was a ethnic, it was an ethnic cleansing, though. Yes, but so what Russia's doing now, they just came with it. Chernobyl. Is in I think near Ukraine or in Ukraine. They have they Russia is, is is they're on guard there. There's, you know what Chernobyl they, they, is? You know what Chernobyl is? Yeah. Chernobyl was the city what got nuclear blast. The test. Right? Yeah. So I heard that Ukraine used to be the capital. Well, I was talking to some brothers. Did you know Ukraine used to be the capital of Russia? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it's very valuable to them. Ukraine was uh, a big, very valuable to them because it was their capital, Russia, at one point. So what they want is that place because they probably have minerals and all types of things. And it represents basically part of their empire, what they had before. Makes you wonder. Yeah. Why is Trudeau being a big boy now? And then we have a lot of uh, world leaders condemning Russia. For their actions, because they have went, they went into, into Ukraine and they basically attacked, right? But we have our guy, our guy right now, our prime minister, saying all types of stuff because they hear he hears Big Brother talking, like Biden, saying that the UN they're not they don't want to fight Russia, but they're gonna use the powers of the UN and the NATO to enforce sanctions on Russia. Meaning, meaning, if people want to know what sanctions is, sanctions mean that you stop everything like the money, uh, goods and services and everything. Recently, they announced that the what the a couple billionaires, they're freezing their accounts. All Mm -hmm. the elites, they're going to freeze their accounts. (laughs) You know what that is? So that's the way of controlling like punishment. So tell let me. But how could he freeze their account? Correct me if I'm wrong, though. It's, it's so this is okay. What does this show you? How are you going to freeze another country? That the uh, one one world order is fully in effect. So that means you're really all together. If you are supposed to be another country, how do how could you affect their banking system and freeze their accounts? If this is Russia, an independent country. So that means Russia's what? independent or Ukraine's independent? What's the independent country? Right now, Russia's trying to claim Ukraine. I know that, so but I'm saying they want to freeze the guy, uh, uh, certain the, the elites' accounts in Russia. How could you freeze 
their accounts and they have their own country. It's like saying that we're gonna uh, Russia's gonna free some accounts in America. Well, maybe they don't want to be a part of that one world order, that one currency, that mm. one thing. They don't want to be a part of it, and that's why Putin is trying to say, no, we are gonna claim Ukraine for whatever reason it is, and we're not gonna be a part of that. This is all about the the, the one currency that they want to push. And you notice ever since that two year, you know, itch, right? It's been clearing up what they claim and everybody's going back outside, taking off the thing what was on their face. And now this conflict comes up. You remember I said, what's that next? That was a distraction. Man. Remember what I said, what's next? Mm -hmm. Well, what's next is uh, an economic, down, uh, economic downfall crash, which is, um, to say the least, uh, that is worse than COVID as far as I'm concerned. Um, the housing market is going to crash. There was a documentary on that when people started stacking themselves up in these condos. People, look at all the condos they're making. You think that people are even able to buy these homes anymore? No. These condos are going to be the shelters for people that couldn't pay for their houses anymore. These condos may look luxurious now, but they're going to stack themselves in these houses. Toronto is the number one place, the capital for this shit. Everyone, all the refugees, we're going to have refugees living in condos, stacked up on top of each so other. What's, what food is going to be mm. expensive by the day? It was on the news today. Your food is going to get more expensive. Our gas, you're not even going to be able to drive your car, okay? So watch and see what I mean when I say that the doomsday is coming where we are going to stack ourselves. You know what? The people, the little man that's living in housing, the little man that's living in the ghetto that might be a little townhouse or a little building, you're good because those people... The refugees that especially the ones that are coming from gonna Ukraine out of here, no. they're gonna be stacked up in those condos. Mm. You understand? <laughs> and that is gonna be the refugee camps of Toronto. People are gonna oh, yeah. be coming here. There's gonna be Mark more my refugees words. now. Now you're gonna see more refugees. Mark my words. So don't you think what's going on now? You're right, there's more to it. There's more to this. You you, you notice Bitcoin. You can't stay in America. You, America's gonna get. In. You notice Bitcoin and all this stuff is happening, and they're trying to get rid of the uh, the, ca the make it a cashless system. So Russia, they're they're into like a lot of stuff where it has to deal with financial stuff. So do you think like this Bitcoin and this metaverse and well, all this other stuff dropped the other day? But I mean, it's always up and down, right? Mm. Oh, we got the financial advisor upstairs right there. He knows. But anyway, um. People, this is a uh, um, this is serious. Like, don't take this shit lightly. You think COVID was a pandemic? You wait. There's more coming, and we've been seeing this. Well, this was in Nostradamus. And if you watch Nostradamus episodes, like for the, the the specials, what used to be on TV, if they're still there on Netflix, it describes this whole event. I want I want to find it. People think I'm crazy, but there is a episode talking about basically. Diseases. Oh, I have a bunch. A disease what's going to keep changing names. So if you're looking for Nostradamus, go on Tubi. Tubi has tons of Nostradamus. And it talks about this war. It talks episodes. about this war. You just have to pick the right one that's more um, applicable to this situation, I guess. Um, I don't know. I'm, 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 I don't, it's, it's I think, in the scriptures. Gog it is and Magog. This is Gog and Magog. Yeah. It's really on point. I'm sorry. It's very scary because this is talking about Russia, America, and another country somewhere in that same region. Well, remember, too, um, remember our little um, 
partnering vision that we had of the IAI. Mm. Um, if anyone is listening to this podcast, look it up, IAI. That's going to be involved later on in this whole situation. This whole scenario is going to involve that. Just think of a balance beam when you put the letters together. Look at the balance beam. It's being thrown off by something. It could be Russia. It could be. I don't know. But IAI. Look it up. Um, Sean, you could take it from here if you want. Well... This is what they say is the coming of World War Three in motion. World War Three's been in motion for since nine eleven, right? Since nine eleven, World War Three has started. This is the uh, what twenty? Uh, we'd say two thousand and one. Now it's uh, two thousand twenty two. About how much years? Twenty one years since nine eleven. So this unbelievable. Twenty one years. World War Three has been in motion and. The thing what we had in the last two years was a warning. I knew something was in, in you know, building up. This was building up. So, remember, everything that you see and hear, mm-hmm. you, have to, you have to really analy- analyze, it. A- analyze it. You can't just listen to everything and see. It could confuse you. Do your research. Yes. The media right now, the current media can only, is, is for current events. And what they can do is give you a story of what's really going on. But they never can decipher what the real meaning is behind what's currently going on. People, you only look at the top layer of situations. you got to dig deep and see what's internally going on. Do your research or pay more, you know, special attention to what's going on. Uh, we're 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 up against a big monster here. Uh, I think the sleeping giant has woken up. And dig into your documentaries into into these countries and see what's what you know what's been transpiring over the few years that we've been here. It's this is serious. This is not even a joke. Um, this this is uh, part one of many world issues. You know, your podcast is gonna probably you know have 